Hello, old dogs. This is your host and top dog, Bill Manicero. Today's show is a special rebroadcast of one of our most popular episodes. I'm introducing the show under the banner, Best of Old Dogs REI Network Podcast. Well, enjoy. Welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network, where cash flow is king. Real estate investing, the means, so you can enjoy your retirement dreams. This is the show where we cut right to the chase. No sales pitch, no long monologues, just simple how-to real estate investing advice, so you can earn the passive income you need to enjoy your retirement today. And now, your host and chief old dog, Bill Manasero. Old dogs, and welcome to Fun Facts Friday. This is our once a week, only on Friday show, where we have special episodes not featuring guests, where I will share tricks, tips, terminology, and techniques that will help skyrocket you to real estate investing success. Today's topic is how to retire in five years. But before we get started, I'm going to do just a sort of a brief welcome. I want to touch base with you as I always do and just to find out how you guys are doing, if you guys are making your goals. If not, hey, I want to encourage you. A lot of times I I can talk firsthand about not reaching my goals. I'm only about 18 months behind here. But hey, some great stuff is happening with us right now that's pretty exciting. Actually, I'd be surprised if we don't have an apartment community by the end of the year. We've got a couple of really great things going on right now that uh, that look like they are very likely to happen very soon. So I will be letting you guys know about that stuff. Uh, those on our investor mailing list, uh, anybody that's interested in investing in a syndication um, or being a part of that, um, you can link up to that on our newsletter. If you're not receiving our newsletter, you should sign up for our newsletter at olddogsreinetwork.com. And there's always a little part there where you can click um, to get on our investor newsletter where we will make these special announcements and so forth too. So so cool stuff happening there on the acquisition front. Things uh, with the existing properties, um, going good. I think I might have mentioned uh, that we're uh, trying something different in Memphis, specifically for special needs housing. I We'll talk to you more as we're getting ready. We're getting ready right now for that rehabbing and doing some things to allow for special need ho- needs housing, and uh, that's going really cool. Our Airbnb stuff is just kicking it, so we're looking at adding another unit, um, possibly um, moving into other states now, uh, and a rental arbitrage. I mean, an Airbnb arbitrage, which basically means you, you don't actually buy a property, but you rent somebody else's property, and then you rent that out, which is really, really cool, which can be very lucrative as well. Well, let's jump into our, oh, and I forgot, of course, we got our contest and the contest is still cooking. We've got, like I said, we got a, we got a free podcast intro session episode that can be done for you by our great group at Amino Studios, who uh, is going to put that together. I'm offering four hours of free coaching 
and I don't even coach. No, I'm just kidding. But I do. I am going to do that. And uh, um, and then we have a grand prize, which is yet to be announced. But you want to be on board before it does. Okay. How do you get on board? You go to iTunes and you go to the Find Old Dogs REI Network. And then you uh, click on subscribe, which is very cool. And then you write a review. That's how you, that's how you get involved in this uh, little contest. I know it sounds gimmicky. sounds like a, you know, one of those things that you, you know, you hear, but anyway, it, you know, it, it really will help us. And we're trying to reach as many people as we can and be able to help as out as many folks as possible that are interested in real estate investing in the latter years of their lives. Only way we can do that, and especially with iTunes, which is the, our, our biggest um, platform, is uh, you know getting good reviews, getting a lot of reviews, and um, and that's kind of how that works. Anyway, so let's get back to our topic: how to retire in five years. Well, I know there's a lot of you out there kind of going, "Wait a minute, didn't we just have an episode on running out of money, part one?" and isn't this supposed to be running out of money part two? Well, yes and no. It, what's really interesting here is that we actually did, we recorded it, we were ready to do this, uh, you know, this episode, which really has a lot of good meat in it. And in the midst of it, there was an example that, uh, you know, kind of emerged. And that was, you know, how do people build their portfolios? Because that's part of the process. When you're building up to something, right, you run into situations where you run out of money. It happens to people all the time. So as I was using that example, I went into a little scenario on how somebody could build up their rental property portfolio in five years, right? So as I'm doing this, I'm going through the motions and I'm kind of looking at, uh, especially guests that we've had on who have done this kind of thing. And because I, I haven't really done it on this with the single family home thing. So I, anyway, I went into this and I went, wait a minute, you know, this is great stuff. And so my producer, okay, Tim said to me, you know, that's like an episode in itself, this was a really great thing. So he, he came up with it and he said, basically, hey, Bill, you know, that should be an episode itself. So that's what we decided to do. And we will have our running out of money part two episode, which I think is going to have a lot of good stuff in it, too, for you. But um, this one is simply entitled How to Retire in Five Years. OK, I know it sounds like such a cheesy title, but, you know, it is possible and uh, I went into a real basic scenario, and as I go into the details of this here, uh, I, I want you to keep it in mind, you know, a little disclaimer here, there are not a lot of details here. I could get much more detailed about the, the financial and expenses side. I came to some assumptions in terms of expenses. I used the 50% rule, which we've talked about a fair amount here, which basically says that 50% of your income our expenses, and that includes a debt service and um, you know property taxes and things like that. Okay, so we had to do some assumptions here, and in that, to try and simplify this so that people can look at it and say, yeah, that can happen. Another thing too is I used properties like fifty thousand dollar homes or hundred thousand dollar homes. I see those kinds of homes all the time. If you want, write to me. I'll give you links to those homes. They're for sale and they are renting at the prices that I have listed in the example here. So without further ado, let's move on to our little 
episode here on how to retire in five years. A lot of people are building their portfolio while they're still working. So they have the advantage of having their income, their W-2 income, and using a portion of that to help acquire properties, which is a a real advantage. Um, So um, I'm kind of using that example here as you're building. Now, there are those that are already retired that are building their portfolio. And that's uh, another scenario that um, you can... You, you know you can also look at as a as a possible means to grow your in now what you probably have to do there is have a source of funds that you can take from to start off and um, uh, you may not have you know with the income you have maybe it's a pension maybe it's social security or what have you but maybe you're kind of using that it's kind of maxed out you're not able to take much out of that to apply to this so so there are different scenarios but I, I do um, approach, you know, part of this as, you know, as those people that, let's say maybe they have 10 to 15 years before they retire, okay? There's an advantage to that. If you are working, you know, having W-2 income helps you get loans easier. Um, it also helps you to uh, be able to have that kind of disposable cash where you can maybe just tighten up on your expenses a bit to be able to contribute to your, what I call your buy fund where you um, buy properties that way. Purchasing a property um, in full um, is is actually, you know, the ideal thing. If you can buy a property without having to do a mortgage, it really, I mean, that that to me, one, you, you've, you know, you've got the property safe, free and clear. You, um, if there are fluctuations in the marketplace, you have to lower rents and things. You don't have to worry about your, your mortgage payment. Maybe, you, you know, you're going to, uh, get to a point where, oh, gee, you know, I'm, I can barely cover my mortgage payment now with the new reduced rent. So you, you, that's there's a real advantage to buying outright, and I'll talk a little bit about that as well. People that buy, and especially if you're trying to do quickly, you use what's called leverage. And leverage is key. We talk a lot about leverage. We have a lot of articles and podcasts that have addressed it. Just do a search on our website at olddogsreinetwork.com and just type in leverage and you'll see uh, how often we talk about it in some of those articles. But let's take, for example, the person who's trying to build up this nest egg in a short period of time. Let's take, for example, people that are trying to build up a rental portfolio in a short period of time. And I'm going to take an example here, and hopefully um, this will be something you can relate to. And it's realistic, I think, for the most part, because I, I checked out the numbers I'm using against markets that I'm in, Indianapolis, Memphis, Atlanta. So, you know, those are areas that you can buy homes fairly inexpensively. Um, there's also Ohio and a lot of other areas that, that can match that, Detroit and things and so forth. This is kind of the scenario I'm looking at. This is a person that has maybe 10 more years before they retire. So they've got this income, uh, W-2 income. I'm assuming this person wants to try to save enough money to be able to contribute to growing this portfolio. So aside from the income that will be generated from properties they acquire, they are going to be contributing out of their paycheck. I'm also looking at a, a couple here let's say a husband and wife, for example, because uh, they've got uh, sort of a dual income there. um, And there are the advantages with that too, that I'll I'll get into as we start getting in the mortgage side. The husband and wife both agree, this is going to be a great thing. Let's build up this rental portfolio. And they've set basically a five-year plan. Now, there's an aggressive 
time period. Five years is a, you know is a really short period of time, but they're not going to retire for ten. So they can actually start generating this income early, and maybe even could do an early retirement. But they've uh, got together. They looked at their salaries. They're both able to tuck away an additional five hundred a month. Uh, no, five hundred a paycheck. For example, they get two paychecks a month. Um, they're for a total of a thousand each per month. So they've got two thousand a month that they can put into a fund to acquire properties. Okay. So uh, they do have uh, a self-directed IRA, and uh, um, that in that account they have. Yeah, let's let's keep it conservative. Let's say they only have five hundred thousand, for example. So they're going to tap into this to get started on their rental property portfolio. Okay, so they, for example, um, they'll take one hundred and fifty thousand out, and with that one hundred fifty thousand, they're going to buy three. $50,000 homes, okay, which is not unheard of. It, it is very possible to acquire uh, homes for $50,000. And, and even in the process of putting this together, I did some research and, and uh, did searches in my areas, and there's tons of them, $50,000 and less. And for example, Indianapolis. Um, and I looked at rents and what rents are going for. So um, let's say they start off, they're going to buy three properties for cash. They don't want to have mortgages. They don't want to start with the mortgages right away. So they buy three properties, 50K each. Uh, they're uh, going to bring in $750 each in rent. And again, I checked that and that's real reasonable. And we're talking a $50,000 home, three bedroom, one bath, three bedroom, two baths. Um, they're available in Indianapolis for that price. So let's take a look at that and to look at how that starts off. So they got two thousand. They've put their two thousand away for that month. Um, now with the property that they have, they have uh, I mentioned a seven fifty, and they have no other expenses. So seven fifty times three, two thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. So now they've got two thousand from their paycheck, and they've got two thousand. 250 okay so at the end of the year okay they're saving all of this so the 2000 okay it becomes 24000 and then the uh, of course the uh, 24500 uh, uh, also times 12 too will will grow considerably in that amount of time as well at the end of the year they look at what they have in that account and they buy more properties that's that's sort of the scenario so year 1 okay i mentioned they buy their 3 properties for cash. Now, in year two, they uh, have managed to tuck away uh, 51000 So that's the 2000 for the 12-year period and the 2250 per month as well, times 12. So that's 51000 they tucked away. So they decide, you know what, we're going to buy $100,000 homes because you can get a little better rent. And um, and it's also tends to be you know a little bit, uh, you can get a higher level of tenant as well. So they're going to buy $200,000 homes. Now they're able to, to take in $850 a month in um, in rent for the $100,000 home as opposed to $750 for the $50,000 home. So um, now they're, they're generating, okay, they've got, uh, and again, I'm going to use the 50% rule on this because this one they're they're going to do a mortgage on. So they have that $50,000. Um, they're going to take, you know, 20000 each uh, to buy a $100,000 home. So that's like a, you know, 20, 20% down payments. So they're using it strictly, the, the funds that they generate just for down payments. And uh, so they buy two of these $100,000 homes, okay, um, using the 50% rule. So they're going to be making four twenty-five. dollars 
a month, okay, net, okay, cash flow. So you, that that fifty percent rule takes into account the mortgage, the insurance, property taxes, and any expenses. And fifty percent rules is pretty good. I, th- I think you can do better than that, but it's a it, it's, it's a conservative estimate. So that that works out pretty good. And I'm not going to get nebulous and go over this, but we're going to for a five year period they keep increasing. Okay, so um, the year end of year two they've got sixty one two hundred. So now they're able to buy three houses. Okay, so they buy three hundred thousand dollar homes. And then there's, and then you go to four homes on, in year four, and then by year five, okay, their final purchase is five homes, uh, and they're all these are all hundred k, hundred thousand dollar homes. So by the end of year five, okay, it looks something like this: the salary, okay, you've got two thousand a month that comes in, you've got income from the three homes that you bought at cash for fifty thousand. That's twenty two. 50. You got the two homes, 100K, 850, and it adds up to now, and this includes your 2000 contribution from your salary, okay, which would go away after you, you stop um, contributing. But right now, you're generating uh, 10,200 a month at the end of five years. So I would. I would say, you know, to be safe, go to year six, okay, where you would, um, you're continuing the same process and you can buy additional homes. Now, the only problem is, is I calculate it through five years. Actually, it might work. Actually, it might work here. I'm thinking about it. What you might be able to do in year five, okay, is the problem is, is you're getting mortgages. You can only have one person can only get 10 mortgages, maxed out at 10, 10 mortgages, either traditional, you know, uh, mortgages, but a husband and wife together can get twenty. Okay, at the end of five years, you own seventeen houses, but three of those homes you own in in full, so you don't have a mortgage on those. So, so that would mean that you've got um, you know uh, fourteen homes, right? And then, um, oh, I think it would work. Okay, so the, if you buy six in year six, okay, that would work. Um, so you'd be maxed out then twenty houses, but you've got six houses. Your um, your income now, okay, it's as you're, and I'm counting the contribution here, it would be twelve thousand seven fifty, but you you don't want to keep contributing because you've got you've reached your goal. You've got ten thousand, you know, ten thousand dollars in monthly income here. So um, you have actually have twelve, but you, you take out your two thousand contribution, which you can keep putting that away since you've already gotten the habit for the last five years of saving it. I'd start putting that away and start building up your reserves. So isn't this amazing how you really, really can generate enough income if, in this example, $10,000 is enough. Uh, now, this couple is actually going for the goal. They're going for 20000 but this is half of their goal. But if you could live on $10,000 a month, then here is a formula that you can do that. And it with real estate investing, it isn't that difficult. Uh, you do have to be very careful on what you buy and where you buy it. That's really key. And we talk about that a lot. I think it's a real smart idea to have a mentor, somebody that has done a lot of this kind of thing before that can help you and guide you on your way. But basically, that's the foundation right there. And now this is designed for people that are working, granted, that can also pull some money from their their income and, and you have to have a pretty healthy income because we're talking about contributing two thousand a month. But if you got a couple, you know, we're talking maybe five hundred dollars out of each each paycheck, which you know, you can adjust things and, and, and that, that that I think is feasible. So there's again, you know, a number of assumptions we did to make this 
a simple program. Your situation may be different. Maybe you can only come up with 500. Maybe you only do 300 a month. And maybe your plan will be a little bit longer. But you've got at least the blueprint or the foundation to be able to create your own plan that works with your budget and uh, your situation. So that is it for today. Please note, old dog listeners, everything presented here, including links, can be accessed in our show notes on the Old Dogs website at olddogsreinetwork.com forward slash blog. And just look for the episode entitled How to Retire in Five Years. Until next time, remember, cash flow is king and real estate investing the means. Thanks again for listening and may God bless. Thank you very much for visiting the Old Dogs REI Network. We would greatly appreciate if you would stop by iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. We would love if you could subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star rating, and write a review. The more ratings and reviews we receive, the more visible the podcast will be to others. Thank you.